Hi, so I'm here with RT. Hey there. <laughs> so were you born in Engels in Russia or? Uh, yeah, I was born in Engels, Russia and I actually grew up there. Oh. I, I left my hometown when I was 21, 22 years old. Yeah. When I finished the university and we started to work with a, our North American booking agency and pretty much from there my life in my hometown was yeah. over. So now I kind of, you know, go back and visit my family for a little bit. Yeah. But it happens not that often anymore. It's mm -hmm. like, you know, once in a half a year I would go and see them, but that's yeah. about it. What is it like, the environment growing up in Angles? It's, I mean, it's different. It's completely different, like, you know, it's a different mentality, it's different people. Like, you do different things because my city was a province, so there was not oh. much things doing on there. Yeah. But and for Engels, are your parents born there as well, or? Uh, yeah, my yeah. my dad was born in Siberia. Yeah. But my mom was born in the same city where I was born, so yeah. that's pretty cool. I actually thought it's so cool because that's my last name, Engel. And I was oh, like, wait, shit. there's a place that's called pretty, Engel. That's pretty dope. <laughs> yeah. That's dope. And then, even when you were at a young age, your like, grandma introduced you to piano, right? Yeah, well, it's a... Uh, kind of sad amazing story because uh, I was in school and we like were taking a class and I was like eight years old and I was all in a football I mean soccer football mm -hmm. however you want to call it but we call it football now uh, in my country same <laughs> so uh, yeah and there was like some promoters for the musical school in my uh, in my actual public school and they were like giving away the the, the cards and I put it away like back in my backpack and forgot about it because I was all about football. I wanted to go to a team and it's like, you know, I was like become like better than I was mm -hmm. when I was eight years old. So, yeah. uh, but my granny was, uh, you know, cleaning up the backpack and she found this card. So she took me to musical school and that was pretty much over for my future football yeah. career because the next seven years I spent in the musical school. Yeah, but you really like piano, it became like a piano prodigy. I I mean, I wouldn't say it's like it became a piano project, like <laughs> I became a classically trained music yeah. player, but for me, like playing an instrument was never a thing. For me, it's like creative process was always much more important right. and much more exciting. Because what's happening is like in a music school, you're just like playing classical compositions and training yourself as a musician but when it goes to creative process like there's a no creativity in music school mm -hmm. the only one thing that you can do is like be more you know expressive with the way how yeah. you're playing and all that stuff so when I was done with music school I was kind of yeah I decided to step back and focus on the video games pretty much yeah <laughs> is it really common to like specialize at such a young age going to a music school I was actually late, I think, for one year. Really? Yeah. People go to musical school since like five years old, six wow. years old. And I went there like when I was eight. So for me, it was kind of a, a late baby in a yeah. musical school doing his thing. Yeah. And you grew up, was it like folk music that you were like more listening to? Or like what was the kind of music that was played around you? Uh, in musical school, it would be definitely just, you know, like super classic compositions from yeah. like... 16th, 17th, 18th, 19th, 20th century from you know all the famous composers from Germany, from Russia. But I was growing up around like pretty much electronic music. Oh, but what were your parents playing in the house? Oh, some fun stuff. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> I mean, fun stuff I would say is like, it's just, you know, 
pretty much like kind of as you ex explain like folk music yeah like Russian type of the country I mean I love to sing it when I was a kid like and that's the reason why my granny took me to musical school because like I would always sing along to the you know the records that my parents would play but when I grew up I realized that I don't like that much anymore yeah. so I switched to I think it's like first audio tapes that I got was uh, the Prodigy and uh, the Chemical Brothers. Oh, that was uh, that was my start. Damn, that was uh, that was really really cool. And yeah. like because it's completely different music. It's like it shaped up like shaped up in totally different ways, mm -hmm. a different language and everything else. It's like wow, that's yeah, that's a fucking fire. That's what I want to do. And, and what uh, do your parents do? Uh, my mom she runs the uh, tire store, like just the car store kind of thing and my dad is a doing uh, he's an engineer in a public transportation mm -hmm. just basically he's an engineer for trains yeah I never like one time he told me what's he doing oh, yeah, <laughs> thank you yeah one one time he told me what he's like the name for his role and it was like 15 words and I was like okay I give up I'm just gonna call you engineer pretty much and so yeah that's what yeah. they do so you got most of your creative side just from your grandmother you didn't really have any like relatives who were creative no I was uh, giving up a lot of uh, you know it was like my granny would like kind of would force me to spend more time in music school because she knew how important is that but with uh, you know like influence from my friends I uh, came up a little bit later when I actually finished my music school. I met my uh, a first DJ friend who actually showed me entire world of like house music. Oh. And he gave me this uh, he gave me this uh, mixtape with a uh, tribal house tracks and it was like eleven tracks. But I was listening to them probably like over a year. I was so into it. Damn. And after he showed me the first sequencers, I think it was acid. It was like where you can like put the samples mm -hmm. together and kind of like play around. And after he showed me FL Studio and since then it was like, what, 12 years ago I'm st I still use FL yeah. Studio. Yeah, still now. And But that's really not common, right? It's more like underground Russia to listen to that sort of music back then. Yeah, I mean, the, also the problem is like that you need to realize because there was, uh, there was no internet whatsoever. So it was like Russia was a little bit separated from like entire scene. Mm -hmm. So everything that you would guess, like all oh, this, like you know, cool underground, deep house, house, like trance mixtapes, they would be so rare. And yeah. I was like, I was, you know, growing up in a province, it was even harder to find it. So uh, it was a pretty challenge. But when you would find it, it would be like yeah. a really holy grail. It's like wow, what the fuck? That's pretty insane. Never mm -hmm. heard anything like that before. Want to produce the music like that? How do you describe yourself back then growing up? Like your personality? Oh, nerd? Yeah? I mean, nothing changed since then pretty much. I'm still like nerding out about the games and everything else. And I don't think my personality changed that much. Like the same mm -hmm. shy kid that barely could, you know, find any friends. But when I would find some friends, that would be a really the bond. Like mm -hmm. we still, pretty much all of my, uh, friendship circle that I have in Russia 
didn't change a bit since I've been 16 years old. So um, really, yeah. I'm really bonded to the people that I like. Yeah. And you've always been like interested in school, right? Like you did well academically. Uh, I was pretty. I was pretty good kid. Yeah. Because I was not hanging out with other people. I mean, you call them social pass, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm joking. I was just, you know, it was like it was hard for me to like to make any friendship, but uh, I was just, I don't know. It was like I was trying to focus on the music, and because music school was taken actually four thousand times, like yeah. it was insane. I missed probably like the first the. The last few classes of public school, I missed half of that because of my music school. So. Wow. And did you like compete also? Like, did you travel and compete? Uh, I did compete. Yeah. But it was more of a regional type of the stuff. So it was yeah. like local. Like you would go to other close by cities, but that was about it. Yeah. It was not. It was not something like I would go to Moscow or Saint Petersburg because, obviously, you would have to be much better player. But mm. you know. I did. Uh, I think I did pretty okay for myself yeah. in music school. What were your favorite composers back then? Uh, I really loved our Russian composer. Tchaikovsky was always my favorite, and just, like his music was always beautiful. And yeah, yeah. He's uh, he's my hero back then. Mm -hmm. But again, it's like it's really hard to uh, you know it's like it's really hard to get into the classic music because like you play it every day, and when you have the, uh, the composition that you're going to perform in the next few months, you're stuck with that for like a few months just practicing it constantly yeah. again and again and again. So it's really hard to like feel and mm -hmm. like, you know, fall in love with that. So yeah. That's the reason why uh, I was listening to Chemical Brothers mm -hmm. in, my, uh, <coughs> in my day offs. How did you go from like going to musical to like studying engineering and math? Uh, video gaming. Because I decided that I want to be a, a game developer, and I really was like in the video games. So I was playing everything, and you know, just like the way how you can get away in the video games and see all these beautiful worlds. Because back then, when I was a kid, I would I, I was barely traveling. I didn't mm -hmm. see anything, and for me, it was just like you know, going to the of the different worlds and experiencing completely different emotions about right. that. Right. And it's like at some point I was like, I wanna do that. Yeah. So I started to train myself like with the 3D modeling and all that stuff, doing a basic programming. And all of a sudden I found myself in a engineering faculty. Did you actually like engineering or did your dad kind of like tell you to do that? I think it was half and half. I think like my parents were like, you need to do something decent in your life so you can like, yeah. you know, make yourself a way into this world. And I was like, okay, so what do you think about engineering? It's like, yes, that's, that's <laughs> <course>. great. <laughs> like, okay, well, that's what I want to do then. But also what happened, and I was, uh, and I was pretty, I think like I find it pretty funny because I think after the first couple of lectures that I took in the first day in university, I was... Uh, I gave up. <laughs> I was like, you know what? I actually like music a lot more. So yeah. I come back and I start to. I think like that was the day when I actually decided to, you know, force myself into like make music every day yeah. and get better and get like, get from the level of, just you know, make music for fun in a like couple of hours to actually commit myself to it. Yeah. That's cute. How do you think you got your, like, confidence to do like? music full-time because you didn't really have people around you who were able to like make it a full career right in Russia 
No, not really. It was not, I think... No, I don't necessarily agree that it has to be the people who are gonna, like, make your career. I think it's the people who are gonna make you confident in, uh, in the way what you do. And, you know, it's like, because one of the friends that I told you about, I would send him a track, and so he would come up with me, like, he would come back with a pretty, uh, pretty almost feedback. It's like, mm -hmm. yo, dude, this track sucks. I was like, this track sucks in terms of the sound, but it's a good idea. And that way I actually developed the sense of, you know, not being upset about the feedbacks that the people give to me. So it actually, like, you actually grow up as a producer way faster. Mm -hmm. like, because you, you learn yourself, you know, that you made mistakes here and there. It's like, it's not good enough. And when it's good enough, that was the time when I actually sent the first couple of tracks to record label. Oh. And uh, yeah, and they got signed. Yeah. That was an incredible feeling. And how did you learn how to do that? Like all like your friend helped you, was that mostly and you did a lot of like research online or how no, to get it was just out like there? I just went online. Yeah. It was like that was the first time when I actually got the got an internet at my place. Damn, how old were you? Yeah, I was uh, I was like almost I was nineteen. I think that was like second or third year of me being in university and I was waiting for this moment for such a long time because I knew there's like I already have a bunch of the tracks yeah. that I want to send out and it, I kind of think they're okay enough yeah. to get signed so uh, I sent these tracks probably got a reply like two months after but I still got it and since then everything changed yeah like you're the way uh, how confident you are it's changing a little bit, you know that you're doing something right and uh, you actually want to work much more as well. Mm, it yeah. gives you like so much inspiration. It's, it's pretty yeah. it's pretty nice feeling. What do your parents think of the whole thing now? Uh, now they're pretty happy. Yeah. I mean they know that I'm doing the thing that I wanna do. Uh, I think the only reason why mom wouldn't be happy because she barely sees me and like she missed me a yeah. lot. So that's kind of a bummer, and for me too, because yeah. I miss my family a lot. But Were they scared initially? Hmm? Were they scared initially because they didn't really know much about like what you Yeah, they were, you know, they, uh, they were not that optimistic about <laughs> the things that were going on. They were like, dude, you kind of need to focus like on a, you know, your profession. <laughs> but because like they were scared that much. Yeah, I mean, I can not imagine. like a lot, but like they were, you know, because they want to make sure that their kid is like having a good life and everything yeah. else. The only way your kid is going to have a good life in Russia is like if this kid is going to make this life for himself. So uh, I think my parents were a little bit scared, but when I signed the first track, my mom uh, seen the first advance that I got from record label. Mm -hmm. She was, uh, she just let it go. Yeah, that's true. She chill. know that like, I mean, she knew that I'm doing something that I want to do in my life and it actually much more, you know, it was like, actually can have much more impact in my life than it's like just being studying in university and try mm -hmm. to get a job after that yeah with that said i uh you know because my parents were freaking out a little bit i still finished my university and i got a degree and i went on a tour <laughs> that oh. what happened. i didn't get the engineering job but yeah got uh got some gigs that's for sure yeah um how would you say your music has changed since the early days of FL Studios? <laughs> uh, Style-wise, it was all over. I mean, you know, I started to do, like, trance music, 
in the first place. Funny enough, I got back to making trance music this mm -hmm. this year with my uh, side project. And uh, you know, I've been all over the place. Like I started with the trance, and I kind of uh, shifted towards aggressive house. And after we signed a deal with Interscope Records, and the album was kind of like you know half progressive house, half like pop type of the stuff. And now I'm back to making progressive house music and making trance again. Yeah. So it's, you know, I think you just need to do whatever the hell you want to do, whatever like your heart feels that you want to do in the first place. Like if you want to, you know, produce pop music, you should do that. If you're tired of that, you get in, you know, you're getting back to your roots, you should do that. Yeah. And uh, the first thing that you want to really hear, it's pretty much your heart. Mm -hmm. That's what I've been doing for the past, past like year and a half and I'm pretty happy about that. Really, really happy where the music coming to and how it sounds now. Yeah. And it's, you know, it's also, it's kind of funny because uh, when I started making the music, obviously, like, I didn't care that much of the quality because I was just a kid, like, who's, like, just, you know, bouncing ideas mm -hmm. back and forth and just try to do as much as I can. Now I went to the point where I'm a little bit more precise, like, with the production. But the fun came back again. It was like fun of like doing as much as you can, controlling the quality. Not like not care about quantity that much because that's that's not the point of making the music. But as long as you can deliver something to the people that they're gonna enjoy a lot, I think that's my uh, that was my entire thing. Mm -hmm. 2017. Yeah. And then after that tour, were you still like based in Russia, or what happened in your life after? Yeah, I think after. You know, I did my first, I finished university and did my first tour, but I still wanted to live in Russia. And because uh, also my ex-girlfriend was from Russia, so it was kind of, you know, living two families at the same time mm. and every time, and it would like hurt me a lot. But at some point it was just became unbearable with the traveling because I was like traveling so much between North America and Russia that mm -hmm. I just like... Not like I gave up, but I was tired, like my body was tired physically and mentally. I would get sick all the time. Wow. Because you would go like, you know, from minus, like from 20 Fahrenheit in Russia to like 65, 70 in California and doing like back and forth and, you know, getting yeah. back to Russia and flying to Asia where it's always hot. Mm -hmm. So like I got so sick one day that I was sick for like a month like I couldn't breathe my nose was full I just I felt mm -hmm. horrible and yeah it was like one of the key moments when I decided that I really need to move yeah. to California would you say most of your like fan base started from Russia first like were you able to like cultivate a community first there yeah I mean obviously it happened in Russia first but yeah. I think since the, the day one the community was not just like based in Russia because mm -hmm. it, was, uh, it was pretty like spread yeah. out all, all over the world because the way how you build up, like the way how you would build up the community that days, and it was like my music would get played by, you know, Armin Van Buren his show, like by Poland, like Ferry Course and all of those guys. And like their fan base is super spread out and they like pick up the tracks that they like and they become your fans out of like all of a sudden. So it's always been not just based in Russia, it's yeah. been all over the world. Yeah. How would you say that the scene in Russia has changed for like more electronic music? Uh, 
didn't change that much to be honest. I mean, the oh, people yeah. still, the people feel super passionate about the things they listen to. I mean, obviously, like the festival, the festival side is not that impressive. Mm -hmm. Like in North America, it's like it's not. You're having a festivals every week in the summertime, and there's just so much going on in the clubs. It's a little bit. It's definitely more. Last things going on, but the actual fans is what amazing about Russia because they're yeah. super passionate. Like when you do one show once a year in Russia, yeah, the show just goes fucking mental. <laughs> they are so incredible. Damn. How do you think you've grown as a person since when you started? I just got, I think, got more mature. Still the same retarded, but you know, not that many <laughs> things change. It's like, uh, you know, I was like, I was living with my parents for, for pretty much like 21 year, and uh, when you start to live on your own, like things changes dramatically, mm -hmm. and you need to take care about like a lot of stuff. You need to take care of yourself. You need to take care of like the people that are close to you. So you kind of like grow up as a person, like you understand the fact that you have certain responsibilities in your life, but. You know, every time when I go to a show, I know the only one thing that I'm still going to perform on my 200%. I'm going to enjoy it. Yeah. I'm going to have fun because that's what my life is about. And that's the type of life that I want to have. Mm -hmm. So, not that much things change since then. Yeah. Still well, playing a lot of video games. Mm -hmm. A lot of video <laughs> games, man. What would you say have been your biggest struggle so far? Biggest struggle? I mean, again, it's like it's... It all goes back to Russia. It's mm -hmm. uh, biggest struggle is like not to see my family mm -hmm. as much as I used to see them before, and uh, it's a little bit sad. Mm -hmm. I'm about to cry. I'm not. <laughs> but you know, it's like I have friends there. I have family there. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's just like small province town. There's not that much things to do. Every time when you get them back there, you realize like where you grew up, um. what shaped up you as a person. Mm -hmm what you used to love, what you used to hate, and all that oh. kind of things. <laughs> yeah. But you know, like, living in both worlds is actually pretty amazing because, like, you had one mentality and after you moving here, there's, like, completely different people, mm. different rules, like, different vibe and everything else, and you kind of, like, merging these two mentalities in one, and you can enjoy both of the worlds pretty much. Yeah. Last question, what do you want to be remembered for? Uh, for my music, for sure. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't do the music for that type of like nasty reasons because I want to have like my impact on it. But no, that would be pretty amazing if in a couple of years or like in the next couple of 10 years, that would be the guys and the girls would say is like, oh, that producer was dope. Mm -hmm. He was dope. Like his music was cool. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. But as long as like I'm doing something right now that actually makes any type of the impact on the people who listen to my music, I'm also fine with that too. Yeah, I I'm like totally that. fine with that because I do love my fan base life, and I think I went to the point where I actually can admit to myself that the reason why I'm making music is first of all 
because I love to. And the second reason, because I love to other people to enjoy it and to listen to it. And you know, it's like when you get in the messages in a in a Instagram or Twitter, it's like your music actually saved my life at some point. Definitely don't want to stop. Like you just want to keep going, and mm -hmm. that's pretty much my goal. Yeah, I think that's awesome. Thank you so much. Of course, of course. Bye. Thank you guys. <laughs>